beautiful soul. Welcome to Your Story is a Legacy show. My name is Rosanna Jackalone, and I'll be your host, your life story guide, your legacy coach, your spiritual healer, and friend. This show will help you get inspired and give you resources and practical tips so you can craft and tell your unique life story for yourself, your children, and generations to come. I bet you were asking, well, how will this show make my life better? It will do that by first, helping you to get to know yourself more deeply and in the process, learn your passions and the unique gifts you bring to the world. Second, it helps you get through transitions, things like job loss, marriage, childbirth, relocation, even things like divorce. It also helps you heal by turning traumas in your life into triumphs. And finally, it helps you create a legacy to leave for yourself, your family, and future generations. If that sounds good to you, let's begin our journey together. Good morning, beautiful soul. Are you looking for your life partner? You may be divorced or you may be single, but you're ready to find, quote, the one, end quote. I interviewed 20 couples over the past year and a half who have collectively, well, I shouldn't say collectively, each of them had a minimum of 30 plus years of in their own words, a beautiful marriage. And I asked them what made their relationship work and stand the test of time. I thought this would be a good list for those of us to use either if we're in search of someone or if we're just trying to make our own marriage better. I also asked them if it was love at first sight. And you'll be surprised when I will tell you that almost half of them told me no. So listen in, even if you're married, to the words of advice and wisdom that came from these incredible couples. One of them is actually about to celebrate their 60th wedding anniversary. Whenever I want to learn something in life, whatever the area, a sport, history, a hobby, or yes, even a marriage, I will often discuss things with an expert or certainly someone who has more life experience or skill than I. And I remember that to be the case in my own marriage. When I was discussing the marital vows I was about to take with my dear priest, I asked him about his own marriage and what he could advise me. I knew his lovely and feisty wife. Let's call her Mary since I do not want to invade her privacy. My priest, Joe, that's also not his real name, told me that there was a time things were so bad in their marriage for a prolonged 
period. And Joe actually was sure that Mary had fallen out of love with him. In fact, he said, his doubts were so strong that after another argument that they could not seem to get through, Mary had decided to walk out of the room and he called after her. Mary, she turned around in the doorway and looked at him and he continued, do you still love me? And without missing a beat, she said, Joe, it's my job to love you. (laughs) And that was the beginning of their going through this valley together. That is the depth of marital vows. Those vows we take when we're committing our lives to one another. So let's look at the qualities that seem to stand the test of time with each of these couple. These were the six they all had in common, and then there were a few more, which I'll share at the end, that they didn't all mention, but a number of them did. The number one item on everyone's list was communication. It's essential to be able to communicate to truly listen and to truly be open, and yes, vulnerable at times. This allows the other to be able to express everything from something that may be troubling them to thoughts of improving the relationship, to sharing their feelings, uh, even their dreams. It's also critical in the area of money, which becomes a very, very common stress point with many couples. Communicating often and regularly also has to happen at a time when you truly have your partner's undivided attention. The second quality that comes up is respect. And that was often the second item that came up as these couples were talking about what made their marriages work. The ability to value the other's opinions, interests, and feel supportive of the other. Neither one of the partners tried to control the other or exert manipulative behavior to get his or her way, but rather They understood the other's boundaries while remaining close, both emotionally and physically. In this manner, they knew the other as a separate person with their own thoughts, minds, and attitudes. The third thing, because arguing seemed to happen, even with the maturation that comes with these older couples in their twilight years, They said they argued well. It was often tied in with the quality of being empathic. The couples that argued said they worked things through. They were willing to give and take. They listened with humility. They weren't trying to be right. They just wanted to work through it together. And most of them said they stopped short of saying those, quote, Silly things you'll regret later, end quote. 
One of the couples told me that sometimes it took a series of days to work things out, but they did that because they wanted to get it right as opposed to letting it go and then possibly fester and harbor resentment. Other things said here that bear repeating are, don't sweat the small stuff, and a favorite line that my mother, who was married to my dad for his lifetime, so well over 55 years, echoed this, never go to bed angry. Say, I love you each night before you go to sleep, no matter what. After all, you are committed to this for the long haul. And if you wake up the next day, there's another shot at getting it right. The next quality is honesty. And the definition of honesty seemed to cover many areas, verbal, nonverbal, and fidelity. Honesty can be very difficult, but each couple shared that when they couldn't figure out how to be fully honest about a matter, they turned to friend, a friend or friends with shared values or a trusted spiritual advisor when they were tempted to hide something that they felt was terrible. One example was a husband who told me that there was a time about the most terrible thing happened uh, to what he felt the most terrible thing happened in their marriage. His business that they poured their life savings into was about to go under because of a bad gamble he took with the business without consulting his wife. He was so ashamed at first, he hid it from his wife, afraid to admit what he had done. But then he told me very powerfully, I felt I failed her even more by not telling her what was going on and to apologize for what I had done and then see what we could do together and give her a chance to express herself, how it made her feel. And so he did. The next quality is affection. This was interesting. Affection was not was used, not sex, which I was sure most of them would say as many of them were holding hands or they had that little twinkle in their eyes. But they described an intimacy that they thought was necessary for their long-term relationship to survive. It was a sense of closeness they, all the couples seemed to enjoy, a warmth, tenderness they displayed. And upon further conversation, they said it was this lack of inhibition to express those types of feelings that allowed them to give or take for pleasure and to feel that extra layer of bonding. And finally, but with every couple, they talked about companionship and how when it came to doing things together, these couples were all in. As much as they talked about separateness in the respect category, they loved doing things together and often had many similar interests and things they shared in common. They love each other's company. 
after that list, there were some other things that came up, but surprisingly, not consistent across all the couples. This one, which I thought for sure everyone would say, which is a sense of humor, being able to laugh together and laugh through difficult things. Another quality was the little things. Things like leaving notes for each other in the morning. The husband who woke up early before the wife making a cup of coffee for her because he knew she liked to wake up to her coffee. The wife telling me how she loved to make her husband a special meal, something that was his favorite that his mama used to make. And just things that were signs of a gallant gentleman. His wife, uh, somebody's wife's light uh, eyes lit up when she said, he still always holds the door open for me and laughed that that's a hard thing to do for him at his age. <laughs> and one of them said she still liked the fact that her husband would stand until she sat in her seat and her chair could be pushed in. Another commonality or another uh, quality that several of the couples looked for was having a shared religion or similar feelings on spiritual matters. And then the others were uh, talking about making the most of their relatives. So there you go. That is the six key ingredients, whether you're looking or in a marriage. And also, I think that it's so wonderful to hear those because if you're in a long marriage or not a long marriage yet, but you're looking forward to many, many years of your marriage, it's great to reinforce what is can be one of the toughest, but certainly one of the most rewarding and foundational relationships you'll ever have in your life. Until next week, beautiful soul, I'm sending you so much light and love. If you feel inspired by this show, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review on iTunes or subscribe to the show since I update the topics weekly. And if you feel there are others who would like this show, please take a screenshot of the show, add it to your Instagram story, and tag me at mymagnusopus. Also, I'd like to get to know you, so please join our email list by signing up at www.mymagnusopus.com You can also join our private Facebook group of like-minded legacy storytellers by going to My Magnus Opus Community. Thanks so much for tuning in. May your day be full of abundance in everything you do and keep your head up always. Until next time, I'm sending you love and light.